what it is, yo. What's up? The show's Real Talk Sports. Deontay Smith. We're back with part two of the QB Draft as promised. We did the first 16 picks. So go over wherever you listen to all your cool podcasts. Check it out. And here's part two. We've been kill. Waste no time. Let's get into it. All right. So uh, 17th pick. Man, this is tough. I'm going uh, I'm gonna go to Tua. I believe he has enough around him to do. My team is gonna be coming together nice. I hope. I was too good to attack him. That because he was right there with my next pick, <laughs> and I, I promise you on my list, I had who I'm about to take and Tua right there, and I was like, please don't take the other one because I kind of want Tua, but not if this guy's still there. And uh, I. I I know I can see eight wins, um, but I'm hoping for nine, and they sneak a ten. I have I have the Dolphins at nine and eight, nine and eight. So I th- I think that was a really good pick right there. Uh, I'm gonna go with famous Jameis. Uh, <gasps> you know he's the other guy I have right there at nine and eight. I have him at nine and eight. I have Tua at nine and eight. But when I'm looking at the division. Uh, I'm looking at the real competition being the Bucks and right. the rest of their schedule not being that bad. Um, you know, they get – I'd probably have them closer to 10, but they got the Ravens at Baltimore. I think that's a tough game. That could go either way for them. They have Cincinnati at home, which I think could go either way for them. Uh, they get the Browns late in the season after Watson will be back, so – I feel like that game could go either way. So I have them at nine and eight, but I really think they could probably pull off a few more than that. And I hate saying that. <laughs> it's just going to be a matter, just going to be a matter of Winston staying healthy. And look, the guy went five and two for me last year. He earned a little bit of respect for me. Hey, he did. He did. He did do very well last year. Oh. All right. So now uh, it's getting tougher now. I think it's getting tougher. Because oh, now for we, sure. we we get to the quarterbacks that neither of us really want, but we're really hoping that they uh, outperform. Uh, heck, their schedule. Because yeah. um, now you you get the teams like uh, the Commanders, the Panthers, the Bears, the Lions, the Jags, the right. Jets. Right. Um, you get your unsure teams of uh, what? How long you're gonna have a starting quarterback in Pittsburgh? Right, New York, New York. Uh, so this next pick, I'm going to have to go with Mitchell Trubisky. Um, I trust that Mike Tomlin is going to be over 500, and Trubisky is going to end the season as a starting quarterback for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Okay. And that is a that's a, that's a nine win team because they have to be nine and eight. They can't be eight and nine because yeah, yeah, Tomlin doesn't lose regular season games. Uh, all right, I my next pick. Uh, I'm going Tannehill again. Um, I don't think Malik is a threat to his starting position at this point. Um, I, I you know I think they're going to be able to rely on Henry enough to win them games. They could win nine, 
nine, 10 games, which is probably not as good as they would want to be. But I still think Tannehill is probably a little bit better than some of these guys left on my list. Uh, looking at some of these guys, we're kind of getting to like six or seven win territory kind of guys. Mm-hmm. And I think Tannehill can win six or seven games in a sleep. So uh, I'm going Tannehill here. Also, because he's one of the few quarterbacks left on the board, also that doesn't have somebody that's going to maybe push them for snaps. That is fair. Um, so, what? I mean, there are some other guys down there, but they're on teams that we're not going to be looking to get a whole lot of wins. You know, I so. just don't like Tannehill um, as a quarterback, personally. That's why well, I would never take you. <laughs> well, you know, just keep giving me 10 wins this late in the draft. I like it. Dog, I don't see 10 wins for him. <laughs> All right. So uh so here going Carson wins. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Just Carson wins. Going Just Carson, Carson wins. That's it. Yeah. Okay. Um he's the only quarterback that I don't see uh this late getting uh in true competition with another quarterback. Um the commanders really did a lot to help him out with the running game. No. Uh, Brian Robinson will be back. I think he's going to be out much longer than the four weeks because um, this guy did take two bullets to the leg. Um, <laughs> but but I, I do believe that uh, I can get seven wins out of Carson Wentz, and I'm fine. I'm, I'm fine with that at this point in the draft. Okay. Uh... I'm going to go Trey Lance here. Uh, So my thought process is Rams, Cardinals, I think, are going to be top in that division, but the 49ers are the third best team. They have a good defense. They have a good running game. They have a good coach in Kyle Shanahan. Uh, And if he says Lance is ready, then I trust that Lance is ready. Uh, I don't really see – Jimmy G being a threat to take snaps unless Lance gets hurt, which I hope doesn't happen, but you can't draft being afraid of injuries. Uh, so I like Lance on a good team. Uh, as long as he doesn't lose them games, I could see them winning. You know, I don't see them winning any less than seven or eight games. Oh, man. I think they win nine games. Like, I, I think they're, I think. Vegas has them at nine and a half. I think they get. You man, you're not giving them enough credit. Well, then why didn't you? Why would you take? Why wouldn't you take them over Wentz? Because I don't expect them to start the whole year. Okay, I was wondering because I'm like, man, yeah, I, I went no. down. I got the good old Commanders down for five and twelve. No, I got seven wins for them. Oh no, seven wins. No, we'll see. <laughs> All right, so with the twenty third pick. I'm going to go Daniel Jones. I think Brian Dable is exactly what he needs. Um, he won't lose them games this year. Okay. Uh, seven, six, six wins to be safe is what I expect him to bring to the table. I know he's going to start the whole year. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so he's going to be in it for me. Yeah. Uh, you're not wrong there. <laughs> Uh, my next pick is going to be Baker Mayfield. Uh, 
I think Baker is far and away better than Sam Darnold, so I'm not worried about Darnold trying to come back and take the job. Uh, and I think the Panthers could probably win uh, six games. That'd be pushing it probably, but I think they could probably win five or six games. And when I'm looking at some of the names left on this list, I'm like, that's probably more than some of these guys are going to get. And then also <laughs> how many of, you know, probably more starts than some of these other guys are going to get. So, yeah, it's about to get ugly, man. Yeah. It's, this is where it's going to get really good <laughs> because you're going to be like, what? Yeah. Uh, all right. Baker Mayfield, the 24. Uh, dude, it's like the flip of a coin at this point. I think I want to go with Justin Fields. Okay. I don't like him in my division, but I do like uh, the intangible that he brings. And I do think we see him take a step forward this this year. Uh, I don't know if I see them getting to six and a half wins. He probably gets you five wins for sure. Um, and I'm lucky if I get five. <laughs> okay. see 26 picks you want to go with so i man this is tough this really is tough at this point uh it's about who you believe in at this point it really is um so you're probably about to laugh at me no go ahead take trevor man i'm not taking trevor uh i'm so I'm going to go Deshaun Watson. Um, and this is my thought process behind that. Okay. I'm looking at guys left. We got Lawrence. We got Zach Wilson or Flacco. And you got Mills. We got Locker, Geno Smith. We got Lawrence. You know, and I'm looking at these guys and I'm like, I don't see the Texans or the Jags winning more than four or five games. And that's all season. I think Watson could come back and win four games after week 11 for the Browns. All right, uh, man. I so need that, give, is my, that is my need, thought process there. I need you to give me those wins. I give you the Texans back in Houston. I think he loses to – that's one and one. He loses to the Ravens. That's one, Ravens, that's one and two. He loses to the Saints. That's one and three. He beats the Commanders and loses to the Steelers. I don't think he – I don't think he loses to the Saints. So we're talking he's coming back in week 11 or mm-hmm. after week 11 to the Bucks. He's going to lose. Did you say that? No, no, no. He, I think he returns uh, December 4th versus the Texans. Wait, I thought he was out 11 games. They have a bye week. Wait, let's double check one no, I'm sure it's the Texans because they made a big deal of it um, when they broke the news. Yeah. So I guess they don't count the bye week, maybe? No. Because they not. play the Texans week 13. But either way, okay, he comes back. I think he beats the Texans. Probably loses to the Bengals and the Ravens. I think he beats the Saints. I think he beats the Commanders, and I think he can beat the Steelers. That's four wins. Oh, that's not bad. That's one less than uh, Justin Fields. Yeah. <laughs> so, the, so yeah, that that is a pretty good value pick there. I have to sit through uh, eighteen weeks of Justin Fields 
terrorizing me. All right, let's see. Uh, <laughs> the 27th pick. I'm not going there. Let's go Geno Smith. I think Geno holds on to that starting position. Okay. I mean, five wins. They're tanking anyway, huh? Probably. Because they want a quarterback in this upcoming draft class. So why not? Why throw Drew Love out, Drew Locke out there if you uh, if you think he gives you a better chance to win? <laughs> yeah, that's probably fair. All right, let's uh, let's go to twenty eighth pick and see who you go with, man. I am going Lawrence now. Uh, I think uh, of the quarterbacks left, we're looking at maybe three to four wins. I actually have the Jags at three, which is tied with the other quarterbacks I have left in here. Uh, But I think with improvement, he could sneak away a couple of those. So, you know, I think I had him splitting with the Texans. If he plays well and beats them twice, I think uh, that's an extra win that I didn't count. (laughs) That's true. So. So here at the 29th pick, I'm going Davis Mills. Um, he's going to be the starting quarterback the whole season. Even if it is only three wins, he gives me the most opportunities to get a win. So I'm going Davis Mills with his three wins here. I think that's a good pick. Uh, that's kind of where I was at. Uh, I was between Mills and Goff right here. I'm going to go with Goff. Uh, probably for the same reason because I think he's going to be the starter all year. I don't know. I don't even know who else they have in Detroit, but I feel like it's going to be golf all year. So, uh, David Blau. Oh yeah, they do. <laughs> they do have that. But all right, let's. Yeah, he's not going to win enough games to even be. Let's see. At the thirtieth pick, I'm going to have to go with. Oh man. Zach Wilson. Oh, man. Okay. How many wins do you think he gets? None. None? No. I think the only wins they get this year are uh, the one Flacco plays. Um. Dude, I really hope Zach Wilson comes back this year because I, I, I could see – Joe Flacco looking good week one, yeah, and then and then not rushing him back, and really giving him that uh that time that he needs to, I guess, grow up, and and see the game from uh from the sideline for a little bit. Okay, but I, I but you can't do that because that could kill his confidence. That could kill that could kill him in a sense uh, that it it kind of. Let me think of a quarterback that's happened to man. Um, I guess every Browns quarterback before uh, Baker. Yeah. <laughs> but much. but you 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 let David a Carr. David Carr. God. Texans destroyed him. Who's another guy that was killed early and um, Leaf? His yeah, had a lot Leaf. to do with off off the field stuff also, but. But I just I just don't know if, if that's the way you want to go. Yeah. But so we got Mills, Jared Goff, Zach Wilson. 
And how are you going to wrap up this year's draft? I am wrapping up with Mariota. What? Who, who I think with the last pick, Mariota potentially could get three or four wins, uh, which, you know, to me is probably more, you know, I actually had him ranked higher than Goff, higher than Zach Wilson, and higher than Fields. Uh, I think this is probably some of the Homer in me talking, but I think looking at the schedule, mm-hmm. we could win a couple of games early, uh, three or four early, uh, which would extend his starts. The only thing that concerns me is health. Uh, you know, if if the schedule goes based on the model I have, Mm-hmm. Uh, which I think could be a reach. I don't think we see Ritter until the end of the season once we are for sure out of things, uh, which not that we are even in things, but, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, the fact that uh, I think he could win us some games early, you know, so like we start off versus New Orleans. Okay. Mm-hmm. So we, even on our worst years, the two teams, big rivals, they usually play their best football. I could see them splitting. If that were the case, I think we would catch them week one. Uh, that reason being, Mariota mm-hmm. is familiar with the offense. He's played for uh, Smith. He's familiar with that. It's second year under Smith. The Saints have a new head coach. They're going to be learning. Uh, Winston hasn't had much time in the preseason because of his ankle. So I could see us coming out and catching them off guard and playing pretty well and winning that game, opening game. Uh, I have us losing against the Rams. I think we could beat the Seahawks. I think we could potentially beat the Browns without Watson. Uh, it's going to depend on if we can stop Nick Chubb or not. Uh, losing to the Bucks, losing to the 49ers, losing to the Bengals, and possibly winning – against the Panthers or losing. But either way, I think that's three or four wins right there at the beginning of the season. And then at that point, like I think that's where we're kind of at the turning point. If we lose to Carolina and then lose to the Chargers, I think at that point they're looking at maybe getting rid of some playing time. Mm. So, and okay, so steps in Desmond Ritter. First game would be against the Chargers. Going to lose. <laughs> Probably going to lose against the Panthers at that point. The Bears probably could win. Going to lose against the Commanders. Pittsburgh, who really knows what's going to happen. We'll lose to Baltimore. We'll lose to the Cardinals. We'll lose to the Bucks. We'll lose to the Saints. So, uh, you know, I don't see Ritter winning more than three, two or three. But I do think Mariota could win a handful right there at the beginning just because of how the schedule works out. Uh, you know, I think Seattle's very beatable especially early in the season. I think the Browns are beatable early in the season. Uh, you know, so so we'll see. Uh, I had Pickett and Locke on my list. Uh, really? Yeah. You- now, I will say I did this list before they named Geno the starter uh, and before we got the Trubisky captain news. But uh, right, so, so- I don't think – it changes my mindset and I still think Pickett will probably start more games than Trubisky. I don't know if he'll win more games than Trubisky, but I still <laughs> think he'll start more games than Trubisky. 
and I think Locke is eventually going to be the starter in Seattle. I think the injury in preseason really set him back, and Geno Smith has been with Carroll, so he's been with the team. He knows the team, but, like, I mean, I had DK last year, and when Russell went down, I was, like, praying for anything. I was put DK at quarterback. Like, do something because Gino <laughs> could not push the ball downfield. And right. Drew Locke can. Locke's got a cannon. And you look at the guys they have on their team, and it's Lockett, who is a deep threat, DK, who is a anywhere threat, and then Fant, tight end, who Locke played with in Denver. So uh, I think Locke is eventually going to be the starter there, at least, at least for them to see what they got. I mean, they traded for the guy. They're going to at least be like, hey, look. We're playing terrible. Gino's not winning us anything. Let's see what we got in lock. Can we maybe develop around this guy, or do we need to look at, you know, can he be a stopgap? Maybe just build the team because their roster's bad, man. Their roster is bad. So I don't know. I think it's going to be lock. Man. So overall, you already believe you have a better team because you follow your system, correct? Yes. But, <laughs> but I will say, I mean, you know, Brady, I, I was really shocked you didn't go Allen. I mean, I was 100% shocked. Now that we're no. done, I have them going 14-3. and three. I have them Allen? best record in the, the – Allen? Uh, yeah, I mean, what is their – what's their win total? 11 and a half, I believe. 11 and a half? Let me go double check. Just close it out, man. Let's see. I mean, I don't know how trustworthy Forbes is because what it, I mean, it's Forbes, but the bias 11 and a half. Yeah, man, 11 that's, and a half. That's that's too small for them, I think. Man, all right. Hey, let me know when you want me to take it to the bank, man. I'll go straight to the casino after this podcast <laughs> and uh, place that bet for you. But, dude, 14 wins is a lot. Um, it is because it is. are they not resting guys? Like teams don't pile on. I was listening to uh, XM Radio earlier. Got they were right. Got teams don't really pile on the stats. The last time we saw a team doing that, it was a uh, Sean Payton and the yeah. Saints. They used, used to just run it up. Now guys are trying to get out of there healthy. No, uh, I agree. So uh, I mean, you got. Rams Thursday night, I think could go either way. You know, I, I think I had the Bills winning that game, but it could truly go either way. Uh, I think they beat the Titans. I think they beat the Dolphins. Mm-hmm. I think the Ravens is another one that could go either way. I think I actually had the Ravens beating them because it's at Baltimore, and I was like, tough environment. Maybe they'll pull that one out. You know, I think they beat the Steelers. I, dude, I think they this is the, the year they beat the Chiefs. I think this is the year they beat them. At Kansas City? At Kansas City. I think they're going in there to prove, like, hey, this year's our year. It's right before the bye week. They don't have anything to look forward to. Like, we are putting oh. all of our focus on the Chiefs. So so you believe week four, after they after they maybe lose to the Ravens, they say, all right, guys, week, five, week six, we're, we're preparing for uh, – here it is week five. They have the Steelers to prepare for, and they're like, we're going to start preparing for the Chiefs. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Pretty much. I, I mean, I just circle that game on the calendar. Week six, the Bills at the Chiefs. I think the Bills are winning it. Oh, man. Uh, 
I got them beating your Packers. I got them beating the Jets. So I have them beating us because they're coming off of a bye week. I mean, and I'm looking at the schedule, the Vikings. Very, okay. very winnable game. Browns, winnable game. Still no Deshaun Watson at that point. The Lions, beatable. Patriots at the Patriots. One of that's those that loss. I think could go either way. You're right. <laughs> I think it, that's one of their three losses. The Jets, they're beating. The Dolphins, they're beating again. The Bears, they're swacking. The Bengals, another one Loss. that could go either way. Patriots, I don't think they're losing twice to the Patriots. They're not I losing know. to the Patriots at home. They're not resting. fair. Hey, that's fair. I mean. They're not, they're not resting? I don't think so. Not if at that gonna... point. But Unless the Patriots are just really that far behind them. But I think you're going to be playing for the number one seed. You got to. It's going to be right there. It's going to be that close between the Chiefs and them. That's fair, dude. But dang. Four teams seem like so many after watching uh, Aaron Rodgers and the Packers win 13 last year. Yeah. And uh, our schedule was cake. So to see uh, to see this one, they're in a tougher division. I think I think the Dolphins got better. Yeah, but you guys, you guys were able to rest. Ugh. I don't think the Bills can rest. They have the Chiefs and the Char, or possibly the Chargers, potentially the Colts. I mean, all of these teams. I think the Chiefs, Chargers, Bills, Colts, all have potential to be ten plus wins, battling for the number one seed in the AFC. Sheesh. All right, so uh, I know I'm putting you on the spot, but you you love uh, these Buffalo Bills. Who's going to be in the AFC Championship game? I got uh, – I think the Bills are there for sure. Uh, I really do. And my heart has my Colts there. Uh, and I say my Colts. They're not really my Colts. But <laughs> I, I really want Matt Ryan to win a Super Bowl. Uh, we blew it for him in Atlanta. And, I mean, I really think he's a no-doubt Hall of Famer if he has a Super Bowl. Uh, without the Super Bowl, I think people are going to throw a lot of shade at him. Um, we'll see how the Rivers situation works out. Um, you know, if Rivers gets in, then I like the chances for Matt Ryan to get in. If Rivers doesn't get in, then I don't like the chances for Ryan to get in. Uh, the only thing Ryan has that Rivers doesn't is an MVP, but I still don't know that that would be enough uh, to get him in without a Super Bowl, which is a shame because he's going to finish in like the top – six or seven all time in like most passing categories when he's done, but Mm -hmm. because he never won a Super Bowl and his only opportunity at the Super Bowl was the epic fail, which will be (laughs) held against, which will be held against him, which in my opinion is not his fault. He probably played one of the best games of his career that game. You know, I mean, we have, yeah, I, I mean, I can sit here and list everything that went wrong that game. I'm, it's terrible how easily I remember that game, but does you know, it? So does most of the blame fall on a name that rhymes with Panahan? It, I think so a little bit. Uh, you know, I, I think it was really a compilation of literally everything. Uh, you know, Dan Quinn not taking a little bit more ownership of what was going on at the end there, offensive wise. Like I get you got your offense coordinator. And I get you got to the Super Bowl a certain way, and you're not going to change that. But at the same time, like, as a head coach, you kind of got to step in and be like, hey, dude, I mean, look at the time. Look at the score. 
we got to choose some clock here. We got a pretty good running back right now, and Devonta Freeman, yeah. and a number two, and Tevin Coleman. Like, let's lean on them, get some yards. But, you know, also, there's a lot of things that went wrong there at the end. Also, you know, we had a holding from Jake Matthews, who is our best lineman at the time. It still is, you know, that gets a, you know, 30 yard pass to Julio called back. Uh, and then another holding immediately following that play that puts you out of field goal range. So, I mean, it was a lot, it was a lot going on. I think it was terrible coaching, terrible play calling. You know, I, I'm not going to put, I'm not going to say Matt Ryan escapes without any blame. I do feel that at that point in his career, he was in the position to be able to check out of some stuff and be like, Hey, look, we're going to run the ball, but no quarterback's ever going to take the ball out of their own hands. You know what I mean? That's like the that's, game's on the line. Like no yeah. quarterback's going to say, Hey, I'm going to give the ball to the running back. No one's going to, no quarterback's going to do that, you know? So yeah. I don't know. He does have a little bit of the blame, but I think the majority of it really is, is time clock management on the coaching staff's part. I mean, that was just a total collapse, which is why no one in that regime is there. Sheesh. All right, so uh, for the AFC, uh, I think it comes down to the Ravens and Bills in Buffalo, and I think Lamar gets them back to the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be a story of how he has carried the team that has no marketable receivers, no no receiver that will start any other anywhere else. It's him and Mark Andrews. I think Bateman will be a starter at some other places. He's not going to be the number one. He'd start in Atlanta. <laughs> That's fair. That's He'd probably fair. start at Detroit. He'd probably start at the Packers. What are you talking about? No. Yes. I don't want I don't want him. Uh he'd start at the Packers. We'll, all right, so we'll wait on the uh, Super Bowl prediction out of the uh, out of the AFC. Let's look okay. at the uh, NFC championship game. Who you got going over there? Uh, so I've got the Bucks in it, um, and the obvious choice is the Rams. I do think the Rams will have a good uh, season. But I think everyone's going to be looking at them in the playoffs, trying to knock them off. And I don't know, man. I think it's maybe a stretch, but I think if the Cowboys stay healthy, they have a chance to get to the NFC Championship against the Bucks. So my uh, my choice is the Bucks and the Cowboys, man. Really. Yeah, that's exactly who I think it's going to be. Wow. I don't think I don't think we have enough um, offensive firepower to win to get outside of the uh, divisional round because I think we lose to the Cowboys in the divisional round. Yeah, because they mean, can I, score. They can you know, freaking score. They can. I think it's all going to come down to Dak being healthy. You know, the Rams. I, I hate counting them out like that, but everyone's going to be looking for, to to yeah. knock them off. You know. And teams are going to be ready for that. Tom Brady, I think this is truly going to be it for him. It's got to be, right? I mean, I truly think this is going to be the the downhill. You know, you just look at, like, Tom Brady would have never taken time off to go spend time with Giselle on a beach before, you know. 
he is all about football. His priorities are truly starting to shift. Yes. Uh, I, so I, will say I think that will affect on the field. I think so. The regular season, I think he's fine. Yeah, um, absolutely. I think it's going to be the grind at the end of the season. Yeah, they get the first round by, and whoever they face in a divisional round um, will have a good shot at knocking them off. But it's still Brady in the playoffs, and I don't count against – I don't count them out at all. Right. Um, I agree. But, yeah, I think a lot of what's going on with him personally, whatever he's going through, I think that is uh, truly affecting um, – his preparation for the season has affected his preparation for the season, but we won't see that, uh, that, that, that domino effect of what happened in the off season until later in the postseason when, um, when tensions get a little high. Yeah. But, but this, whatever happens this year is definitely his last year. Yeah. I, uh, I think so too. Well, Hey man, we are going to pick this back up, uh, week to week if we can. You down? I'm down, man. I'm All looking right. at your list. I'm I'm just like kind of looking at it, and I'm I'm seeing a lot of you know a lot of my my old flames on here. <laughs> uh, Brady, you got Dak, you got Russell Wilson, you got Zach Wilson, which I don't know that good for you on that one. You got Tua, you got Winch, you got Daniel Jones, you got Fields. It's looking a lot like my team last year, man. Well, I'll tell you a couple of guys that burned me last year: Baker Mayfield. Kirk Cousins, Derek Carr. Oh no, Derek Carr was okay. Derek Carr was okay. Um, I also had Jalen Hurts last year. He he did better than I expected. You did have Hurts last year. I have them winning. I have them winning seven or eight games this year. Jared Goff, man, he, Goff, uh, he, I did not he, want Goff, but again, he's going to be the starter all year. Yeah, I like what I'm seeing on Hard Knocks highlights. Oh man, Hard Knocks is amazing. I, I love that uh, coaching staff. So. Yeah, it's gonna be interesting, man. Good luck to you, week one. I'll, for sure, you know, for you'll sure. get a head start because I'll be one and one after Thursday night. <laughs> we'll see how it goes, man. And uh, <laughs> we'll try to sneak in a podcast this weekend if we can, and see if we can get uh get some previews for Sunday's games. Sounds and good. And from the fantasy perspective, I appreciate you, Kagan. Oh yeah, thank you, thank you for having me, Tay. Uh, looking forward to the season. Look forward to the content. So absolutely, dog. Peace out. Thank you. Bye. Well, 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 that's all, folks. Uh, that's all we got. Appreciate you guys listening to part one and part two. Remember, you can find this podcast anywhere you listen to cool podcasts. Uh, Spotify, Anchor, Apple, Pod, Pocket, Pod, whatever you want to look. Just Google it. Real Talk Sports. And you'll find it. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at I Barely Tweet. No underscores, no none. I was first. Appreciate you guys checking us out. We're going to be back again next week. Peace. <laughs>